Hey, this is Scott Dab Sugar West. You're now tuned into the Uncool Urban Podcast. What up, y'all? It's your boy Smiles. We back with another episode of the Music Impulse. On this episode, we got my homie A-Dub, the big homie Enrico, and my man Torn on this episode. We talk with A-Dub about the NBA, the Lions, the NFL. We talk some Marvel stuff. Then we got Enrico with him. We talked about his garden that he got going on, everything that's going on with the quarantine, and some new music that he got coming up. And then finally, we got my man Torn. We talked about how he got his start in music and the new singles that he just recently dropped, as well as the big love that he got from Erica Badu recently. So check it out the episode. Yeah. All right, y'all. It's your boy Smiles, and we back with another segment of the Music Impulse. On this first segment, I got my man Aaron A Dub in the building. What's good? Boom, 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 boom. What up? <laughs> so the gang, it's what up? Popping Impulse family. You know what it is. You know, embrace the turn up always live every Tuesday. We out here. Smiles was good, my family. Not much, bro. Like, you know, I'm just trying to catch up with past guests that we have had on the pod because I know you did one of the Uncle Urban pods uh, last year sometime. So we're just doing like little check-ins just to check in on everybody that we've had we've had on the show before and just see how everybody doing and seeing the updates on life and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? I feel it. I feel it. I, feel it. I mean, yeah, no, shit's been good for me, man. Like, you know, just like everybody, we've been social distancing and trying doing our pod from three different places. Uh, just kind of chilling, you know. I started writing a TV show. Um, okay. I just decided I'm, I'm going to executive produce an album for an artist that I know back in Detroit. So I'm, I'm working. I'm working. Um, the brand is still strong. I'm trying, man. Um, pausing. We got plays in 24 different countries. So, you know, we global. Oh, yeah. Like, I know. Life, life is good, man. I'm not going to lie. I know that was like one of the things you've been joking about lately. Um, with your boy John, it was like, yo, I'm trying to get us to like what you said, like 27, 28, like. Yeah, I'm trying to be in 28 countries by you know by September. You know, just I'm just trying to get all over the map. I don't know how many countries there are in the world, but I want to be in all of them. Hey, hey, props to you. I was like, cause the shit is hilarious to me, especially cause after knowing you and then listen to the pod and it's just like, yo, I feel like this nigga John is way more like <laughs> like out there than than you are because he'd be like no nah, that shit's trash so i'm like what what are you talking about that's what, I, that's what i'll be saying man like that i love i love john to death man but he like the biggest hater in the world and sometimes people say i'm out there i'm like ah you you didn't listen that deep into the episode then because that nigga john be going out there sometime man yeah that's what maybe when i listen to the pot i'm like yo i know dub and he's like, but that's like john he's like so much stuff <laughs> Yeah, John makes me feel, makes me look like Mother Teresa. Yes, I was like, I was like, wow, John makes Dub to seem like not that big of a hater. Exactly. Yeah, like I know you you mentioned on the most recent about how uh, he thinks that Little Wayne is better lyrically than Luke. Like, how can, what is up with your boy, man? I don't know, man. I don't I don't know. Look, man, like for for those of y'all who haven't like really dove into Lupe's catalog, do just do a dive. You don't even need to go that deep into it. You don't even need to get to the fifth, sixth album to realize that. When it comes to bar for bar, he's one of the most talented guys to ever pick up a microphone. And don't get me wrong, I love Wayne. Wayne is great. But like I've always said about Wayne, if you really look at his catalog, it's a lot more trash than it is good. Yeah. There's a couple of good albums, there's a couple of great albums, and there's a lot of bad albums. Yes. Like, I mean, I mean just because you know, he's consistent, he's always in your face. Consistency isn't always a good thing. And you know? He only talks about three things, pussy, weed and smoking like like and yeah, pretty much 
Okay. Like, okay, like, what what else can you tell me? <laughs> I agree, man. I mean, but yeah, like, no, Lupe is that guy. I don't, I don't know what where John was going with that one, but I, I had to get us off of that topic real quick because I knew if we stayed there, <laughs> it was just gonna be another three hours of us trying to convince him. And <laughs> you just gotta know when to pick your battles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like that, that's what I've definitely learned from listening to y'all's podcast. It's some battles you just like, hey, let's just get on to the next subject that we need yeah, to talk yeah. about on this document. Yeah, let's just keep it trucking and we'll save that argument for the group chats, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but also, another one big reason I wanted to bring on because I, I know you, you like an all around Renaissance man to like your loves when it comes to like sports, music, and wrestling and everything. So I just, I just wanted to get off, wanted to get off some takes on what you think about. So, uh, first off, the NBA. What, what do you feel about the NBA and the bubble and everything that's going on? How do you feel about that? I'm interested. I'm I'm intrigued to say the least. Um, I think this is going to be a hard championship to win because they you got to do it fast and like the end of the during practice into the season and then real quick and then the playoffs real quick because they got to turn us around because the next season has to start by Christmas and yep. they, you know that. That extra month seems like it might be a lot, but really it's not because they're going to be done like August. So that gives you September, October, and like by end of October, they're back in training camp. Yep. So um, truthfully, I I think it's the Lakers title to lose at this point, even though I, I hate LeBron with every fiber of my being. Hey. Hey. Um, <laughs> Team Brown. But, but I mean, you know, a lot of guys are getting back healthy. So strange things could happen, man. Like, they say, like, you're, what you're going to see is you're going to see, like, a seven or eight seed go far. Because what happens, like, when people take breaks, like, in sports, older guys, like, guys like LeBron's age and close to it, they train for the long haul of the season yep. so they can be peaking right about this time. Mm-hmm. So, like, the, you know, the days off for them, like, it's going to pro on their careers, but all those aches and pains are coming back. And, like, all those little nagging things, they're – they're just going to be back now. Young guys, man, the young guys, like this rest, they just – you rejuvenate those young legs, and you're going you're gonna to see a team like a Utah or something make make a strong run. And, it's, you know, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, I'm so, I know Utah's been interesting the last couple of years. Like, okay, I'm intrigued to see what y'all do the next couple of years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, that's, my, that's my big hot take is that you're going to see a 6, 7, or 8 seed and then – in one of the conference finals. All right, I'll kind of keep on getting just a little bit. What do you think your your, uh, your Pistons need to do going forward? What do we um, need? Draft draft the the next ball brother. <laughs> <laughs> like that's it. Like we got Troy Weaver. He's one of the guys that helped build the Thunder and into what they were at their peak. As our GM now, I like that. Um, we just got we got to draft the next ball brother. And just put him at the point. Um, we got rid of Reggie Jackson. Yeah, I was like, I know. I'm so happy. Yes, yeah, I, I know you, you've been a, a big uh, Reggie Jackson hater. I know, like, you and Lowe, like, y'all the biggest ones I know. Like, yo, fuck Reggie Jackson. Get him off our team. Smiles, I kid you not. I, I was sitting in my old apartment with my old roommate Mario. Shout out to Mario. And we was watching – a Pistons game, and the Pistons were up nine in the fourth quarter. And I looked at Mario, and I said, Mario, watch Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson us into a loss here. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, just watch. He's going, Reggie Jackson us into a loss, and we lost by four. 
I was so fucking pissed when I knew it was going to happen because I know the way that nigga plays basketball and it fucking irritates me. I put on Twitter, I said, if we can find a way to get rid of Andre Drummond and Reggie Jackson before the trade deadline, I'll go back to church. And they did it. I had to start looking up churches. <laughs> I was I was ready. I was so ready. Had, had COVID not happened, I'd be in church every Sunday. Because I, I, I had some options. I was like, yo, God's listening. He's yeah. listening. He was like, Lord, you, uh, you, you heard my, my prayer, and you, you, I'm, I'm here. I'm here, Lord. I'm do it. I know I asked for a lot, but I, I see I asked for this thing, and you, you actually listen, and I thank you. I'm going to start going. I'm going to start going back. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's transition to the NFL. How, how you feeling about the NFL season with, like, your line? And, but first, let's start off with our guy, Patrick Pat Mahomes. How you feel about this deal, man? Future Hall of Famer Pat Mahomes, you mean? Uh, so this deal is interesting to me because, like, apparently it only adds, like, 600000 to their to their cap for the next year. So, like, it makes it a, a real good deal for not only Pat, but for the Chiefs, too, to keep, like, you know, pieces around him. Yep. Like, apparently, like, all the capologists and, you know, the nerds who figure out how to make the money work made this deal work in a way that the Chiefs are going to be dominant for a long time. And it, it's kind of scary because, like, I know, shout out to Kay, he was like, this will be Kansas City last year being dominant because, like, we just saw the raw numbers. That's actually not true. Oh, wow. Because the, the way this deal works is, like, it goes up based on – it's a percentage of the salary cap, and it goes up based on what the salary cap is, but it's no, it's no more than, like, whatever percentage of it is, like, say, like, 15%. Uh-huh. And, like, there's a lot of incentives built into it, and there's a lot of money front-loaded on it. Dude, it's, just, it's one of the smarter deals a team has ever done, and it's going to – A, it's going to keep them in contention for a long time, and B – Pat Mahomes is now a wealthy man. Yeah. You know, the, the kid came from money. You know, his dad played in the majors. So he came from money. But now he's wealthy. Yeah. He was like, I, don't need- I love to see any black man get wealth. You know what I'm saying? He's like, Dad, I don't need your money anymore. <laughs> I got my own. I'm good. I'm good. Uncle A-Rod, I, I got it now. I got it. I can pay for the bill. I know. He's like, he's like, hey, Uncle A-Rod, you want me to buy your house off of you? Let me get your house off of you. I, I got it. I, I got it. Whatever you need. All right. So what about your Lions? What about you think about the Lions? And, or do you think we're going to have an NFL season? Um, No, I don't. I, no. I don't think we're going to have any football, truthfully. But, like, if we're operating under the premise that we are, yeah. Lions are going to win a division. Um, Green Bay's done nothing but got worse. Um, Chicago doesn't have a quarterback. I mean, Minnesota's good, but, again, it's Kirk Cousins, not – not worried. Stafford, Stafford was having his best year before he literally broke his fucking back carrying that team. And like they just put they just gave him some more weapons. And I'm still very upset we traded Darius Slay because I still think he's the best corner in football. And you can't convince me otherwise. Yeah. But damn it, Jeff Okuda. I had to watch him for four years beat up on Michigan and it was not fun. <laughs> so that, nah, we Lions go in the division if we have football. Uh, but the Super Bowl still belongs to either the Chiefs or the or the Ravens. Like, I don't see any NFC team coming close to the, to what those teams do. Yeah, I, I don't think we're gonna have a, a season either. Because, uh, well, those that don't know, you no, know, I, I work for the the Dallas team here. I work for their merchandise warehouse, and uh, I've already been like some of our tents that we have. 
we tell them like, hey, y'all better get as much money as y'all can and get as many hours as y'all can right now. Because me personally, I think we're going to be shut down again and there ain't going to be no NFL season and then y'all ain't going to have no job. <laughs> yep. I think the same. Um, I saw, I think it was um, Florida. I think they announced that like for pro sports, they'll do like 25% capacity. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> Which sounds insane. But again, I, that's, that's what it's going to be until, you know, until they get the vaccine. But well, I mean, once you see once you see guys start dropping off at training camp from this stuff, and we're not gonna have a season. Yeah, yeah and that was my whole thing. Like with the with the baseball debate, they spent so much time fighting about money that yep. they didn't realize that the real fight is trying to put teams on the floor. Like, because once somebody gets the stuff, they got to be quarantined for two weeks at least, asymptomatic or not. Like, and that's what baseball is fighting. Like, it's it's gonna be harder than they think to even like put people in the fucking game. Yeah. So, like, all that time they spent fighting about money, they lost a lot of time. But um, it's, it's been real interesting to watch um, TBT, the basketball tournament. I watch that every summer, and, like, they've kind of been doing a bubble similar to what the NBA um, has proposed. And, mm-hmm. like, it, it seems to be working for those guys. Like, they got the announcers, like, off-site. They're doing the whole thing in Columbus. Uh, all the teams are, like, sequestered in the hotels. And, like, They've even like they they chopped it down from sixty four teams to thirty, but then like one team, a couple of guys caught the COVID and they just eliminated the whole team. Oh wow! So like that's that's what I'm saying. Like, but you think about a sport like basketball. There's only thirteen guys on the team. One guy gets it. I mean, shit, you saw. Yeah. Rigo Rigo Bear got it. Three more niggas on the Jazz got it. Like quickly. Yeah, they shut down the whole fucking league. It was so, like, it was like, do you know how many teams they've played in just last week? <laughs> yeah, I remember watching. I've been watching that shit live. I'm like, I'm like, what is happening? Like, is it is this real life? Like, are they canceling basketball? Yeah, it was. It, it was. It happened so fast. It was like like a span of an hour. It was like, oh, Rudy Gobert got Corona. Okay, and then like 30 minutes later, the whole NBA season is done. It's wrapped, and then all the other yeah, leagues. <laughs> was literally watching that game was going to watch that game and I'm like they're doing what they're canceling basketball okay I, that's when I was like all right this shit might be a big deal <laughs> yeah when they canceled basketball like not as it started and then they closed bars I'm like all right this is a big deal now yeah I was like another thing that we, we all love is you know Marvel with superheroes and everything how you feeling about this Marvel next phase and all these movies getting pushed back? How do you feel about all, all this that's happening with the movies? So I'm very interested to see the um, Falcon Winter Soldier show it's supposed yeah. to premiere in August. I think that shit's going to be amazing. Yeah. Um, I'm worried that, you know, the next phase is going to get pushed back like really far and you're going to have to like really do something to capture people back in. Like they might want to look at their schedule and like, Really look at all right. What's the best movie of this next phase? Because we got to we got to bring them back in. Um, but probably like other movies are getting pushed back. I think Disney should like take this opportunity to like just put that New Mutants movie in a vault somewhere and never release it. <laughs> like it got pushed back three times, and like all the critics like before it was originally scheduled to come out said like, "Yo, this shit is awful." 
Yeah, because I know I heard one guy was like, this movie's been pushed back so much that the, the actor's going to be able to bring their grandkids <laughs> to see the movie. Yeah. It, yes. It's supposedly very fucking bad. And like, and then when Disney bought Fox, they pushed it back again and they did some reshoots and it's still bad. Like if I were them, I would just take the L. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. We're just, we're not putting this movie out. And just like delete it from all the internet. And like, so that way it's just a, a legend. Like remember that New Mutants movie? Never happened. Yeah. Cause That's I what I would do if I was Disney because they can afford to take the L. Yeah, because it's been like five, six years since they like originally even shot the movies. It's like, come on, just, just take the L and just get rid of it. Stop yeah. trying to boost it up. Like, oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, but your actors are not even kids anymore. <laughs> They're all adults. Yeah. Even... So, but that's how I feel. Um, oh, music. Of course, you know, the music involves what you listen to. Sir, I was like, I know you said on the uh, Embrace the Turner that Royce Fine is one of your favorite albums, which is mine too. So, anything else you've really been I think it's the best album of the year. Um, yeah, that's I think the Royce is the best best album of the year, and then number two is that Run the Jewels album. Yep, yeah. Um, I've been playing that West Side Gun a lot. I'm huge fan of everything Griselda does. Um, I feel like all them niggas do is rap, sell drugs, and watch wrestling. <laughs> so they can be friends with me anytime. Well, like, see, yeah, that was another argument that I was <laughs> with you and John. I was like, what is? Going on with this dude, <laughs> like, oh, anybody could just say wrestling bars. I could go watch some wrestling and <laughs> and say, yeah, some I was like, he's like, like he was at the match two months ago. You were like, I went to a match and saw him <laughs> in, in real life. Yeah, like I was, I was watching. I forget what pay per view it was, but I was like, I'm watching and I'm like, yo, that's West Side Gun, like sitting like ringside, and he had like four chains on, and the nigga has a very distinctive look. You know West Side Gun when you see him. And I'm like, this nigga, this nigga really talking about wrestling. He really fuck with it. And then he's like talking about cooking bricks when Ballard was fighting Cole. And I'm like, that's, that's a very specific match that happened two months ago. These niggas are still selling drugs. <laughs> and damn it, they're really good at rapping too. Yeah, that's what I was, that was that, cause that's what really made me was, He's literally saying, nigga, the match was two months ago. He used bars from a match that was two months ago. Yeah. Nigga, not, I, not an event. He didn't say Raw or SmackDown. He said a specific match that was in the middle of a show. Yeah. I know because I was watching it. <laughs> I'm like, yo, these guys, like, um, yeah, man. I mean, I it was all right. I, I I still hold to my theory that um, 98% of rappers under 30 are trash. Yes. Um, you know, the exceptions obviously being like JID, um, YBN Corday, and all them, all them niggas signed the um, Cole's record label. Yeah. They're all, they're all under 30. All them niggas can rap. But yeah, 98% of rappers under the age of 30 are fucking ass. Um, <laughs> I can't really like all the new stuff. Like, oh my God. I always tell people, I'm like, before you tell me a rapper is good, if you took off the auto tune and you took away the beat, would you really care about what he had to say? And the, an or, the answer a lot of times is that. Could you even tell me no. what he said? <laughs> exactly. Like, can you give me eight bars of what he just said? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, tell me what that nigga said that was cold. I'm, I'll wait. Like, I would say, I'll wait. 
Like NBA Youngboy has said nothing interesting ever. Lil Baby has said nothing interesting ever. Listen, um, Lil Mossy, he made that Blueberry Fago song. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. That shit's catchy as fuck. But nothing in that song makes sense yeah. at all. Blueface, can't catch a beat, has said nothing. In, I, he said some pretty funny things about fucking bitches, which I appreciate. But yeah, like these new niggas, they ass. Like Lil Wayne had a bar once that said, be good or be good at it. And like, I've told people what that means is like, you have to either be a rapidly rap nigga who's good at like the actually elements of rapping, yep. or you have to be interesting. And if you're not either, you just another nigga that, you know, grabbed a microphone. And once I realized I was pretty average at both, I, you know, I, I put the mic down. I said, I'm not a rapidly rapidly rap nigga. I mean, I can do it, but it's not, I'm not the greatest at it. I mean, and my story ain't that interesting. So I'm like, yeah, you know what? Let me step away. We need but to have. I'm, be I'm better than a lot of these niggas. Though, I'll tell you that much. We need to have you talk to a lot of these young dudes. It's like, hey, I knew I I'm better than you, and I knew to hang, hang it up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, I wouldn't rap for retirement, and I'm way better than you niggas. <laughs> just stop. Just please, just stop. Like the art form will thank you. Find find another avenue, my nigga. Nope. Like nope. if Blueface never dropped another record, I'm not gonna be like, hey, whatever happened to that Blueface guy? I remember him. Yeah, that one song with Cardi B and YG on it. The, the best part of that Thotiana song is the remix. Yes. And the fact that he came up with the word Thotiana. And that's yeah, it. Was, everything I, else about that song is terrible. Yeah, I was like, everything else is like I thought that was just a cool little word for now. Like, oh, Tatiana. Okay, that's cool. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, like I heard the I heard the title. I'm like, I like that. I'm like, all right. I'm like, yeah, you know, Snoop's a crip. So, you know, Nipsey was a crip. So, you know, I guess, you know, he might be a good rapper. Nope. 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 Wrong. And, Wrong. And he's not ashamed of it either. <laughs> not. Nope. Yeah. But uh that's pretty much all I wanted to talk to you about, bro. Uh Anything else you want to mention, you know, uh, go ahead and promote the podcast and anything else you want to promote all the socials or whatever. Um, no, nah, not really. You know, just I appreciate you having me on my guy. Um, it's always, it's always fun to catch up and, you know, it's always fun to like listen to somebody else who, who realizes that John's as crazy as I think he is. <laughs> Cause I don't, I don't think it comes off on the pod as much. I'm like, yo, I really think this guy's crazy. Um, but yeah, y'all embrace the turn up. Every Tuesday, we got a new episode for you. Um, coming up this week, we're going to talk about all the messiness of Will and Jada, um, okay. more music, more movies, all, all that stuff. Um, the pod is at Embrace to Turn Up on IG, Embrace Up on the Twitter machine. I myself am at ADUB1220 on the Twitter machine, and A underscore DUB1220 on the Grizzam. And going to look out for my homie J Street's album probably next year sometime. I'm executive producing that. We're going to put out a banger. We're going to get in all the mix shows. Yeah, definitely um, send that to me. I definitely. I, I got you. I got you. We, we working. We, we going to be working. Um, and yeah, just shout out to the whole Music Impulse fam, the whole Uncool Ur Urban Pod fam. And love y'all, man. I appreciate you. You bro, all right, y'all. The song that's coming up next is my man Torin featuring B. Anderson with Ramen Season. So, shout out to my man A. Dub for showing 
showing up and showing love. Embrace the turn up. Here go my man Torin with Ramen Season. Ramen season. Ramen season. Heaven sent my rhetoric is effortless. Ramen season. Sleep, rap, record. I barely respond to whores. It ain't no time for leisure. So fuck your beef. I'm strapped with orange packs. Chicken ramen season. Okay, it's grinding season. Now pass that ramen season. I got, I got, I got raps for days, raps for weeks. I even got the strap, don't make me reach for the seat, cause bullets gon' fly, I let it. I'm temperamental these days, cause these days I'm feeling played, my L's been all replaying. I'm about to lose my grip on reality. The streets is full of casualties, no branches on my family tree. Well, this is ramen season, I sacrifice my weekend. My heart cold like Bernadine when she torched the beamer. Black with no cream on my folders is brewing. The formula brooding, the doja consuming. I put the pen to the pad, I'm crystallizing my sins. The lessons learned from taking losses always lead to better wins. I'm trying to. Calibrate some twins, encapsulate uh. my kids, reload, then blast again, and then it's back to the rapping. Uh, came out of school with a bachelor's. Get me in a booth and I'm acting up. Yeah, ramen season. Heaven sent my rhetoric is effortless. Ramen season. Ramen season. Sleep, rap, record. I barely respond to whores. It ain't no time for leisure. So fuck your beef, I'm strapped with orange packs, chicken yeah. ramen season. Okay, it's grinding season. Now pass yeah. that ramen season. Yeah, okay, I open my eyes, I'm staggering to my dresser. Contemplating my moves amongst drama queens and the extras. Watch your step, I suggest, cause they'll bring you down if you let them. Niggas be quick to test you, I tell you, life's your professor. Follow me now. My policy to get you high, you fall on these clouds. Yeah, do be smoke for the essence. We go broke for the record till we go go for the record. I mean, my motive is special. I eat a bowl full of effort. Look, take a step in my mind just for the minute. Come across thoughts and lyrics promoting cultural pivot. Looking closer, you'll notice an overbearing addiction to oversharing my issues. I'm vocal, I hope you hear me. Trying to find this balance between what is and what isn't. Rap career on the fence. If I move too quick, I might end it. Do my girl love me for real if so then what's the condition insecurities clouding my judgment oh lord forgive me god i've been overthinking too long yeah probably cause what i've been smoking way too strong yeah do they love me do they even fuck with my song yeah got me thinking damn shit i had moved to california yeah I be drinking early, I be blowing all day I remember life was simple, running through the hallway Now I'm chasing dreams before they fade Like Meek and Jordan jumping off the cliff I hope my wings soaring Yeah, rhyming season All right, y'all, we back for the music impulse. We back for another segment. I got an artist that I've been checking out for a minute. If y'all heard the podcast before, I've played, played his joint ramen season with B. Anderson in the past. Um, he's, a, he's a friend of a friend. Shout out to my man, Rue, um, in, the, in the building, you know, uh, Humble Floors brand and all that. Um, I got my man, Torn, in the building. How you doing, sir? Man, I'm good. Good. Thank you for having me, brother. Yeah, anytime. anytime. <laughs> I was like, I definitely had to get you on. I've been wanting to try to get you on uh for a minute just because 
I like your joint uh, ramen seasoning. Then just thank you, bro. Thank you. That's I, I'll be honest, man. That might be one. Of, that might be one of my favorite songs I've ever done. Yeah, it's like especially because I, I love that video y'all did. I thought that video was like super dope. Mm. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, the, the remix coming is crazy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah remix coming is wild. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. Just to, <laughs> that, yeah. that's that's yeah. great news to hear about that. For sure. Because I, I I love the way y'all y'all went back and forth doing, doing that. Yeah, that's my guy, man. I love that, though. But uh, I guess uh, we could just start off, like, can you explain uh, who you are? I, was, I know you're a rapper. and like, Explain a little bit how you got got started with rapping and all that. Oh, for sure. Uh, all right, so my story is pretty much the same as everybody else's, like, uh, as far as how I started rapping. But I'm from Shreveport originally. Uh, my mom was in the military, or the Air Force, to be exact. So we moved around a lot, um, and she would just play music. And so that's kind of how I got into it. Um, Lived in Shreveport till I was 10, moved to Dallas, uh, mouse around again, just moving. Um, ended up finishing at Allen High School, ran track. Uh, so I ended up going to college to run track at Stephen F. Austin. Um, three-time All-American, uh, let's see, conference champion a couple times. Oh, wow. uh, yeah, yeah, track was fun. Uh, 4x4, 400, 200, 4x2, 4x1, 100, 400 hurdles. Like, I ran it all. Uh, yeah, then I graduated. And during that time when I was in college, I wasn't pursuing music. Um, because when I started, like, I started when I was 12. So mm -hmm. by the time, like, I got to, like, 18, I was kind of nice, bro. No, no gas, I was kind of nice. Uh, but as soon as I got to school, um, I kind of, like, pushed it to the side because I'm running, like, my uh my major was IT, so like I got computer classes. I also run a track. Yeah. Like you like I'm I, busy. I, can, I don't yeah, have time. I'm trying to figure out a way to pledge. Like I had an internship in uh, Boston at Verizon okay. uh, at, at the Innovation Center. So like I saw a lot of the technology that people were saying now, like in 2013, like when they were first working on it, all kind of shit. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, bro, such a great experience. Uh, but yeah, man, like and then I got I graduated. And I was like, why did I ever stop rapping? I don't know why I stopped. Because um, I definitely could have kept like going, even through all that stuff, like people were recording. Like, uh, So <clears throat> at that point, I decided I'm gonna start back again. And then this shit's just been up ever since. It took me a while to like get back like in the groove of things. But once I, once I felt like I got a grasp on it, it was good, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that's cool, and and I know like I first like I said I first heard of it from you uh, on the drop it in the uh, group chat appearance okay. on, on Ruin L's podcast. How'd you meet them, and how how that come come to be? Like? So I met Lauren. Uh, I met Lauren in twenty sixteen through a friend. Yeah, I had a friend. I have a friend that was like on my side of town, and she was like, "Hey, I'm over. Um, I'm over here. Like, pull up. Like, all right, whatever." So it just happened to be at Lauren's house, and we just became friends after that. Um, and then yeah, I met I met Rufus through her. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, like I met them through that, and then um, yeah, that's that's how I got to that. Yeah, like because I, I was just actually telling someone earlier, I was like uh, about how I was doing it because one of my coworkers, uh, she posted your song on her Instagram page recently. What? Who was it? Um, her name is uh Kiara. Um, it's like. Oh, okay. Peachy or something like that on Instagram or something like that. Okay. Oh, she was in the alkaline water video. Oh, I, I didn't I didn't even know that. I didn't yeah, know. uh yeah, she's in there like in a couple parts. But that's 
I have a friend who's her cousin, like first cousin. So a really, really close friend. So that's how I met her. Um, yeah, because uh, I, I worked with her uh, when she worked for, we both worked for the Cowboys Warehouse. Well, she used to work there. Yeah. And, uh, I still follow her on Instagram and all that. And um, yeah. when I saw her post, I, I was like, I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, uh, I, I've heard of him. I was like, I've played him on the podcast before. And I was telling her about how I was going to have you on here. And she was like, oh, well, just tell him I, I just think he's nice and that uh, he has a really a really dope voice. And I really think he's really talented. So she did. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that warms my heart, brother. Yeah, I, was, I didn't even know she was in the video. She didn't even say nothing. <laughs> yeah. I just saw her. She posted the song one day, and I was like, yo, that's that's a small world. Yeah, for sure. For uh, sure. Oh, man, that's good to hear. But uh, uh, as you said earlier, you said they got the Ramen Season remix coming. How the original version come, come about? How, how All right. Uh, crazy enough. So before B. Anderson moved to L.A., mm-hmm. we uh, – I used to go to, so we met, we had never met before until that uh, Cosine Cypher that we were all in. Mm-hmm. So it was like me, him, John Doe, uh, Susan McGee. I feel like I'm forgetting people. John Doe, Dan Doe, me, Susan McGee, uh, and now Cliff Easy. And so, uh, yeah, we just all like kept in touch. Um, and but Bando used to let me come to the crib and record because I didn't have a setup yet, and so I would just go over there and we would just be cooking up shit. And um, I introduced him to Matt that same summer, and then we started working on a project, and that's how Black came about. Okay. So this is all this is all in the same summer. So um, now we did ramen season was there. I found the beat, and then I wrote the hook, and I wrote the verse. And then I was just at his crib and I was playing it. And he was like, bro, let me hop on this. And I was like, yeah, bro, you got it. And then uh, really, really what happened is I was supposed to, I never got the chance to put the last hook on there. So he just ran the beat out, which in retrospect, like it still worked. I wanted one more hook in there, but that's still my guy. So killing him. He ran that hoe and it turned out great. Turned out phenomenal. And like, I think the song just applies to like life, man. You yeah. feel me? Like, yeah, that's when I heard it. I was like, yo, this is. This song is just like just fire, yeah, bro. I, like I don't feel the way about a lot of my music, but like that's one of them where I'm like, okay, like that's a that's a pretty good song. I loved it even more once I saw the video, and I was just like, uh, yo, it was crazy. You know, you, you know niggas love kung fu. Yeah, that's. I was like, <laughs> yo, I was like, they had the, the whole kung fu like samurai. I was like, this is like the dope concept. Yeah, I was like, cause. Oh. A lot of niggas ain't creative with their videos um, nowadays and everything. Well, you gotta be now, cause like that's really the only way that uh, artists that's not like signed or established can even gain attention. But your video has to be crazy in order for people to just go look at it to even see who you are. Like I feel like that was half of why Six Nine got popping because of how he looked. It's just something about him made people want to go look at, it. and that's what I feel like I try to do with all my visuals. Oh. Yeah, and I know like the baby, he he's super creative with all his. Bro, every single one is like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I, I think he actually uses like the same the same guy. Larry does the, the yeah. everything video. Then I know you got uh, the most recent single, "Out the Line Water," which I saw about a couple months ago. Uh, the Queen, Erica Badu, she posted. Man, "Out the Line Water" gonna be. Bro, that is crazy. And then yeah, and then like speaking about the the whole fact of her posting and all that. Uh, so. Funny enough, like, uh, somebody randomly called me and was like, hey, bro, go check Erica Badu's story. So I know DJ Mike B. Mike B um, was there with her that night. He played it for her. This is the story I got. 
so he played it for he played it like over the loudspeaker and then she asked him to like take it back and like i guess like play it again at some point um and i don't yeah this is this again it's a story i heard from uh just how he went down because he's he's being all evasive about the details like he's not trying to tell me like what he really did which i, I could expect <laughs> so uh so then when she heard it, she like made the video and posted it, which would have was enough for me. Like that was cool. I was I felt amazing. And then like a week later she posted it on Twitter, like retagged me and was like, Hey, uh stand up, we're about to do the remix. I'm like, oh shit. So we DM'd a few times. Uh you know, it's gonna happen at some point. Okay, okay. Point. I just yeah, she you know, she's busy though, like so I'm not gonna press her about it, but I, she, I just saw like an hour ago. She just posted that uh, she about to drop some new fragrance for the, for the uh, for, for the perfume. Yeah, yeah, for the perfume. I was like, yeah. I was like, I was like, uh, what's a better way to say? It? I was like, I don't want to just say the ba- the badusi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, but yeah, like I I wholeheartedly believe that like shit happens for a reason, and timing is a really big thing. So yeah. like, when it's time for it to happen, like it'll happen. I just know she's looking now. So that was enough for me. I was like, I was like, yeah, I was like, cause that's the queen right there. I was like, and Thanks, bro. She, she be everywhere in Dallas. You know? So Thanks. Like even just yeah, her even, you know, what she did was enough the first time, but her for her to like do it again was like, okay, like you fuck with this song for real. Yeah, so, it was like it was like she could just been like, this is just a one off, just this guy I just heard or whatever. Right, right. And like even the first time she let that hoe play for like thirty seconds, and I was like, oh shit, like okay. I got two full notches on the story. Yeah. So that, yeah, but I think that's uh, really dope. Um, what about the, can you speak on the, the new joint you got dropping soon? Sunset on oh, Venice. Sunset on Venice. Okay. Like, so uh, you got like the three different covers and everything, which I thought was dope. Yeah. yeah. Sunset on Venice is a song about like, it's a real like vacation vibe type of song. Like, and so I wanted to put something out that was like happy because like, I feel like I already, I already did black. Like we did, we did the black power song already. Like, um, plus I don't want to beat the dead horse. Like, so I'm gonna address the issues again. Like, in some new songs I'm gonna start putting out recently. But I felt like what I wanted to hear right now was something like happy. Yeah. Just take me away for five minutes and like just you know what I mean. And so, Sunset on Venice is just about going on vacation. Like. Which is a, vacation. a lot of us want to do right now. Right. A vacation that was planned way before Corona, way before uh, Kobe Bryant died. Like, it's just, yeah, just, this song was meant to be a summertime, like, feel good song. But now it's turned into, like, a song that is, I hope, will help somebody, like, kind of cope with all the shit that's going on. Just to even, you know, maybe get away and appreciate uh, what you have in front of you. Yeah. I feel like the song is about, um, it's really, really about like appreciating the person you're with. Like, um, I think that's super, super important right now. Yes. Life is really short, bro. And like people are dying left and right. Like you just gotta, you gotta appreciate that shit. Otherwise like it can be taken from you, right? So like, that's just kind of what I'm hoping happens from the song. At least that's what I meant for it to do. Like, you know, we'll see how people take it. Then I saw you had a Ray. I only met her once, but uh, I met her at a podcast event, and I and I bought a project that uh, she had last year. Out, uh, I bought her project from her, so, so I thought I was like, oh, I was like, okay, I've heard of her. I was like, I've actually yeah. met her one time. So yeah, no, me and uh, me and Ray go way back to college. 
Okay, cool. Yeah, so yeah, we was cool then, and then um, yeah, I didn't even know she was doing music at that time because she was so dope. The other way, transferred um, to UNT, uh-huh. she kind of like stepped into her because it's it's very different from SFAGNC just from the people I know there and yeah. the other rappers I know. So I felt like she left SFA and kind of stepped into her her purpose at UNT because that kind of that environment kind of like fostered that kind of like upbringing. Yeah. So like um, she came over here. I just played her the song. She was like, "Can I just you know put a little a little something on it?" And she's like, "Do your thing." And, yeah. Uh, she gave me something super dope. All right. Cool. Uh, I was gonna ask you. So what kind of like inspirations you when it comes like. Your, your rapping and your skill and all that. So who do you look up to or who, who do you like want to model yourself at? Or I don't know, like maybe not yeah. model yourself after or whatever, but like. Okay, so um, who I think, uh, who I like rapping wise, um, I'll give you like five, because I can't really narrow it down to one, but these are the people I kind of put in that category. Jay, obviously. Okay. Uh, Jay, Method Man, for the voice, because I feel like our voices are both kind of ashy and that like, yeah. yeah, so um, Kyle Pruko, my favorite project. <laughs> yeah, facts. And then um, Kendrick. Um, even though I don't, I don't rap like that in that same kind of cadence. I can, but like, uh, I like Kendrick's content and like how he puts words together. And yeah. So, um, Cole, because like I grew up on this nigga dropped Friday night lights on my birthday. Like I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like he's cemented for life at this point. That's, that part changed my life. And then, uh, probably I throw, I throw T.I. in there. Okay. Yeah, T.I. is my fifth. So, um, uh, I guess, well, kind of off-brand question. Uh, so, T.I. 50 Cent, you, uh, you got, you got your t- money on tip? Well, people, people are, 50 has hit, bro. And I'm a fan, I'm a big fan of both of them. Because I was, like, in fifth grade when that come up was happening. So, I was, like, I'm still taking T.I. Yeah. Not being not being from the south, I'm still taking like if I even if I wasn't from the south, I'm still taking. Like yeah, people forgot I, about this nigga's catalog, bro. That's what I said. I was like, yeah, I was like, Tip got a catalog. I was like, I was like, yeah, Fifth had a, a strong like five six year like run and all that. I was like, yeah, he was killing with the mixtapes. His his first album is a classic. I was like, but Tip, I was like, yo, he he got albums, he got classic albums. He got mixtape joints that you, he can pull out as well. Facts, yeah. He got joints he did for other artists. It's just, I was like, if if this battle really did happen, which I kind of hope it does, I don't think, I doubt it does happen. Not, 50 not going to want to do it. Tip is definitely about it, but 50 not. Yeah, but I was like, my money would definitely be on Tip. That Tip tip would win out, out of the 20. I was like, oh, for sure. I can see it being like a, a 15 to 10, like, yo, like he won like 15 rounds or like like 10 rounds or whatever. Because 50, 50 does have unbeatable songs, like Many Men, mm-hmm. uh, Wank. 50 got a, yeah, 50 got some unbeatable songs. P-I-M-P, like, uh, So Seductive. Yeah. I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's winning, but like, 50 got 50 got some the power theme song like you could throw yeah, that in. I, I know. This nigga just be like I'm, this is the theme song to my freaking TV show. TV show bro, to my TV show. That's a smash. Yeah. Yeah. So he could it would be close but I still think I still think I'm edging up to see out. For sure. Okay. Yeah, I was like my mind would definitely be on the tip. Um I guess I know you've been dropping the, the joints lately and everything. Uh what do you got some some goals for this year? Like is it 
towards a, a, yeah. a, 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 a EP, a mixtape, yeah. album. I, I had some before all this shit happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think right now I'm just gonna keep dropping singles, and when it's time to drop a project, like I got one ready, but I just wanna I'm gonna hold that in the stash for a little bit. Um, I'm gonna keep keep dropping singles and like just kind of build my buzz. So when I do drop a project, people are gonna actually go listen to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then after that, you know, start back. Um, I I'm trying to figure out a way to like bring out because obviously concerts are gonna be like a, a weird thing for a while. Yeah. Um, trying to figure out a way to put out my content like my new musical content video wise maybe just youtube or something um i'm still trying to put it together but that is my goal singles um ep probably next year album probably next year and um video content just continuously getting in front of the people like showing different parts of my personality like I was, like, I was like, you're a great follow on Twitter too. I was like, because you're, you're constantly like, asking questions and being interactive. Yeah, I just be trying to talk. Yeah, people take Twitter too seriously. I don't like talking shit. What's the one I saw yesterday? You said, uh, talking about um, what was like the hardest rap line. Oh, yeah. I just be wanting to know what, what people what people feel like they show hardest to do. Like, I do yeah. feel like what I posted was one of my hardest lines. And that, nobody ever heard it. Well, a few people heard it when I recorded it, but I took it off their song and I put it back in the stash. Okay, he's. I'm, I'm just waiting for the right time to put put that out. On yeah, it. yeah. Well, I already put it on something else, but I'm gonna, maybe I'll play the verse later tonight on uh, Instagram or something. Just let yeah. me check it out. And then I saw what's another one I saw. Um, you said uh, uh, you said a, a brother walked in. <laughs> Oh man. Um, he said he didn't even take your compliments or whatever, something like that. Nah, man. So I work at the Museum of Illusions and um Oh, I've been I've been there uh a few months ago. That I thought Okay. Yeah. yeah, so I I work there and um black guy comes in with like, you know, all his friends who are not black. And like I'm helping him, I'm like, yo, what's up, bro? And he just kinda looks at me and I'm like, nigga, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like my G, what are you what's up, bro? You tripping? What's going on? What's going on with you right now? And you know, that was, you know, whatever. Like, 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 <laughs> hey, I, I definitely know that feeling because it was like one chick at my job. I was like, Topia, I, was, I was like, yeah, I don't like her. They're like, why? I was like, because the first time I seen her, I was like, hey, what up? How you doing? And she just like looked straight at me like, oh, yeah, like during these times, yeah, like, come on. Maybe it's because I called him brother. Like, he felt like I was, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You're not my brother. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, but I guess uh, also uh, any other like music you've been bumping this year that you you've been getting oh. favorite albums of this year that you've been bumping. Oh, uh, Griselda. Anything they put out? Hey, yeah. Boo, 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 boo. Bro, I have been playing like. Uh, truth be told, I'm still playing the plugs I met because I just it came out last year, but I just heard it this year, like at the beginning of this year, and I haven't stopped playing it since. Like, um, Uzi had a drop. Uzi had a fire album. Yeah, I thought uh, Uzi album was dope because I, I never, actually never heard a Uzi album until the album this year, and I was like, "Yo, this nigga's actually pretty nice. I like yeah, that." Yeah, bro. Uzi, Uzi got some. He got bars um, for his kind of like music. Um, yeah. I think he puts his words together really, really well. Even though sometimes I feel like he's giving me like diarrhea of the mouth. There's just so many words. It's just like could have took that one out, took that one out. But that's just the rapper. But it works for him. It works for that nigga. Oh, um, that, um, 
Yeah, bro, that's really all I've been on, honestly. I mean, Revenge of the Dreamers. Okay, yeah. Like, yeah, like. Still dope. Yeah. Um, I expect that there's, there's so much music that we still haven't heard from those sessions. Is Yeah, great. Yeah, I'm, let me look right now. I'm going to look what's on my, like, play, recently played. I know, personally, I, I, I've been liking the Royce. The Royce album was dope. Oh, yeah, um, it was. I like the the Jordan Lucas album. I, I was I was shocked at how how much I really like that. I'm gonna go listen because uh, I like Jordan Lucas, but I'm not like invested into him. So I'm gonna go listen because I know it's not that I know he can't because he can rap really well. I just never listened to his music. Yeah, I was like I never really like sat down, but I was like, no, let me check yeah. this out. And I was like, oh, this is actually surprisingly good. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah. I know you can rap, rap, but like putting like full songs together, I was like, okay. Yeah. Shit, I would come back and listen to this. Okay, for sure, I'm gonna check it out. And then other, yeah. than, other thing I've been really been bumping lately is like the the Wale. Um, okay. I've been bumping. Oh, I like Tory Lanez album too a lot. Oh yeah, I like, Tory, yeah. I like Tory Lanez. Yeah, I feel like all my artists, all my favorite artists who were probably gonna put out music, probably push that shit back. <laughs> like, um, somebody needs to drop some music pretty soon. I heard Drake's album leaked yesterday, but I'm not gonna listen to it because it's officially out. Yeah, I was like, yeah, like Drake, he probably not gonna drop now until twenty twenty one. Um it's like probably never gonna get another Rihanna album. <laughs> uh, facts, yeah. <laughs> Rihanna's making too much money doing other stuff. Um Yeah, that's that's really, it was really the only two really I was really looking for. I was like maybe another Ross album. <laughs> yeah, I wanted another call album, honestly, but Yeah. I I need him to drop something now. Um Besides snow on the bluff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How cool. you feel about that joint? Uh I thought it was cool. Uh I wanted something a little a little more like uh revolutionary. Yeah, that that's <laughs> definitely how I felt. I was like, uh, I was like, that's cool, but I was like, I'm like I listened to it like twice and I was like, Yep, I'm probably never gonna <laughs> listen to this ever again. Like it was cool. Right. I was yeah, like I'm not trying to like yeah, this nigga with this long ass diary and shit, like, I'm good, bro. <laughs> I, like, I get it, I get it, but like, nah. I, I need something different. This is the time where you give me something a little more like gritty. Like, I need I need something that to make me feel empowered. And that just makes me feel like, uh, all right, nigga. Yeah. All right, bro. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm anxiously waiting for a Kendrick out here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like he, he gonna surprise drop on us. I th- Man, I would be cool with that. I don't want to know when. Just drop it and just let me be surprised. I think all artists that are good should start doing a surprise album. Just drop it whenever. Yeah, that, that's what I love. And I was like, yo, just just, just let me wake up and they'll be like, oh, guess what? <laughs> they, they dropped last night. What? Hold on. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, even if you, like, start hinting towards it, like, you start dropping content and be like, oh, no, I don't think it's coming. But you don't give me a day. I'm cool with that, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, even if you said, like, hey, on Monday, like, oh, yeah, by the way, my album drops Friday. <laughs> I'm cool with that. Yeah. yeah. So a week is a week's notice at the most. But other than that, drop that shit randomly in the middle of the day or at night. Yeah. Like, oh, album out. Because now people like I feel like that's the way to go. Like, Especially if you if you're a big name, you you literally can't do it because hey, either way, you know people gonna get out like listen. Like, oh yeah, uh stay tuned for an announcement at 3 p.m. And at 3 p.m., oh, yeah, guess what? Album out right now. <laughs> Go to your favorite streaming site. <laughs> what's your, what's been your favorite, uh, what's your favorite album of all time? Of all time? I never thought about that. 
Well, come back to it, yeah. yeah I'm going to have to think about that. I, like, I ain't never thought uh, about my favorite album. Uh, one that you can put on and never get tired of. Uh, well, one person for me, just because it was like one of the first albums that I, I remember getting as a kid is the the Jagged Edge uh, album. This uh, one, Jag, Jag Little Thrill? Uh, J.E. J. Heartbreak. Okay, okay. Yeah, because my, my stepdad gave that to me uh, when I was a kid. That was like one of the first albums I ever had. Like, Oh, he was real. He was a real one. He was trying to put you on game early. Yeah. <laughs> but when I told you, I'm like, yeah, I was like, Jack, that's my favorite. They're like, what? Why? I'm like, J.E. Heartbreak. I was like, I just remember my stepdad giving me that album. I'm like, yo, I loved it ever since. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good shit. That's some good shit. I was like, rap wise, I never really thought about rap wise favorite all time. Yeah. It's a hard question. I don't know if I can narrow it down to two, but one of them for sure is T.I. Urban Legend. Like, okay. Yeah, that was the first album I bought that was like uh, with the parental advisory sticker on it. Yeah. And I feel like that should change my life. Yeah, yeah so I thought about it. it. It probably, if I really thought about it, it probably maybe a ludicrous album, maybe even word of mouth, just because that was the fir- that was the first for me that that was the first parental advisory. Yeah, <laughs> I got. Yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah, word of mouth is great. Because I tell people all the time, I'm like, yeah, I was like, Jay's in my top five. I was like, but my number one, me personally, is Ludacris. Yeah. I was like, just like, that's just a, a, a moment in my life. Like, yo, yeah. I heard it. And I'm like, this dude's creative. Yeah. Then watching the videos. I was like, this nigga's lyrical. He's never movies. Like, yeah. He's just all around dope dude. Yeah. But uh, that's pretty much all I really had. Uh, if you want to give off your socials and then introduce the song, and then we'll we'll be wrapped up. Oh, that's a bit. Uh, so Torn, T O R the number one N on all social media. I'll let your boy DM me. I DM back. I talk. Chop it up with me. Let me know if you like the song. If you hate the song, uh, I want to hear all feedback. Um, Sunset of Venice drops on Tuesday. Uh, there may be a video. I don't know. It could be at that time. So we'll see. It's keeping it. I'm going to keep it. We're going to play it by ear. Video could be dropping Tuesday as well. But the song is for sure dropping. Um, yeah, man. Thank you for having me on, bro. I appreciate it. Yo. You know what I mean? We got to do this again when I start uh, when I start rolling out the, the, the EP or something. Oh, yeah, definitely. We definitely have to do this again. Oh, oh man. Thank you, brother. Yeah, good time. All right, y'all. This is the, the end of the episode. Song coming up next is Sunset on Venice from Torin. And we out, y'all. Peace. Later. Uh, sunset on Venice, girl, you so fine. Let the Lord be my witness. Been trying to get with you. Punani got power. Please pour me elixir. On the rocks with no mixer. Promise I ain't tripping if that cat got some whiskers. That kitty so pretty like snow in December. Say hey to the clip when I go down and whisper. Turn Elmo and let my tongue do the tickle. Guess we understand it. Ain't no use in planning. When I snatch your soul, I'm a whole different ransom. Your mind is outstanding. I love all your assets. Addicted like addicts. I can't shake the habit. I just gotta have it. Fresh out the package. Yeah, I predict habit. Guess what's about to happen? Let's drown in this passion on white water rafting in your white water rap. Look, being who you are, got you looking like a snack. We can get it cracking like a seafood pack. Take your hand out your purse, you can put it on my tab. I respect the hustle, baby. You deserve every bag. Black women still underpaid. Such a shame how the strongest on earth take hurt to the grave. I know what you are, and I know what they say. They just can't comprehend everything that you bring. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um. I said they can't comprehend the very or your being. Yeah.
If it was up to me, I'd tell the whole world I'm your man. Look, sunset on Venice. Girl, you so fine. Let the Lord be my witness. Been trying to get with you. Punani got power. Please pour me a lixer. On the rocks with no mixer. Hold up. Promise I ain't tripping if that cat got some whiskers. That kitty so pretty like snow in December. Say hey to the clip when I go down and whisper. Turn Elmo and let my tongue do the tickle. I'm just trying to get a sample of that brown skin apple. Let me handle cause I'm good with my hands. When you straddle like a saddle, I'll be feeling like a camel. You can ride it till we reach the promised land. Goddamn. Let me put your belly in the trance, babe. Treat your whole body like a deli. Smart, black, and sexy. I know them hoes hating. Use my phone to take a selfie. Post it on my page. Let them know that we healthy. Cool it in the bottom of a jet ski. Just sex me until your hair is messy. Free. It's the way you handle rock. When somebody try to block, you gon' move around the screen like you Leslie. Lisa. Hold on. So what you doing, girl? Hop back on. It's your favorite song. I'm trying to drag it on. I need a couple more rounds from you. And next time you see me, I might have some more rhymes for you. I mean, maybe just a line or two. Fuck around and put an inside joke about our rendezvous. I'm bonded to the feeling of euphoria inside of you. It's plausible that touring is a hostage boot Cause when you throw it from the back It ain't no motherfucking stopping you, I said When you throw it from the back It ain't no stopping you Baby, it's the same old story You got a problem like no Whoever you love for me Led you down a dark road And I can't stay no stopping I just gotta be free appreciate you being one of the first guests that was that was on there so i appreciate you having me then i appreciate you having me uh now man uh, thank you yeah so i was like i i definitely had to make sure i, I brought you on to do one of my check-ins but uh besides you know i know we've been doing a lot of the in all the roughest podcasts how you been doing personally man how you been doing during quarantine how they been going in, in your world man quarantine has been an entirely different world um like none of us expected to live 2020 like this like 2020 was like the year of vision i had all these things planned like at the beginning of uh 2020 i was like you know what like i took the year of vision shit i took that seriously uh anybody who follows on rico versus world i'm into travel and lifestyle based shit so i had purchased a ticket to italy and i was ready to head over there when i found out that that shit was like the epicenter of fucking covid and the COVID thing was serious. I had to cancel my trip. I had to stay in the house, man. Like, so I had to kind of restructure my mind, you know, like, cause I, I was going all in. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, cause I remember you, you, you was ready. You like, you like, I got this set up. I got my homie. He gonna hook me up with this. He got that ready. Like, 
man, so look, I'm I'm uh I'm a veteran, you know, uh ex-military. One of my partners that's still in the military, he's uh stationed out in Italy still, and he was like, Hey, you know, if I got it, you got it. Won't you just, you know, come on out? And I was like, Word? I was like, um, he, he was like, you know, I got a house uh with four bedrooms. You could just come on out. And I was like, shit, say less. <laughs> I, mean, I bought a ticket. <laughs> I bought a ticket. And um I was ready to go out there. And then he called me like two, three days before my trip and was like, Hey, I think he was like, We gotta have a conversation. He was like, I think you'll be able to make it here, but I don't think you'll be able to make it back because they talking about super locked down. So I'd have been locked down in Europe probably until now, but tr- trying to get clear to come back to the States would have been a whole other ordeal. Damn, yeah, you know what I mean? It's been so, like five, six months and stuck in Italy. Bam, stuck in, stuck in Italy w- with with one res- with one person a- as my resource. And, and that's that's my homie. Like, I trust him with my life. He'd have held me down. But being away from friends and family on the other side of the pond, man, yeah. I was not equipped to do that shit. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like, this was not in the plan. Like, this is like... Hey, I'm Rico versus World would have took a whole new spin. It would have been Survivor on YouTube. <laughs> Survivor versus World. <laughs> exactly. Trying to trying to make it through, make it out this motherfucker, man. <laughs> it would have been vlogs about you like going through the Italian streets, like I'm trying to learn this language. I'm trying to learn how to survive. Hey, look, by the time I came back, I would have uh, had all the, the great Italian dish recipes. And would have been a, a full-on mob boss. <laughs> By the time I got back, goddamn, I'm like, hey, you know what? Fuck it, I live here now. I know you're like, I, you're I, like got, I, I got, I made so many connections. You know, my my homie, <laughs> my cello, he he got me to, to connect on 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 the mob. And Marcello. <laughs> hey, for real though, man. Like, hey, I got three kids in goddamn uh, Milan right now, man. <laughs> he said, I, I can't even. I can't even go to Fashion Week. I got multiple baby mamas over there, man. I can't even do it. They look. They, they looking for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to duck the policia. The policia. Policia. <laughs> 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 All right, but uh, I know you you did uh you did take that that setback and you you've been doing some other great things. I know you started a garden. So what's what's the what's the update on the on the garden and everything you've been working oh, on? Oh man, hey, listen, man. Uh, I. I've I've uh, evolved into full on yard man earth god man like yard man earth. I mean like listen I'm 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 a straight sunflower dude right now man like I got plants in my room I'm into propagation and all kind of plants I had to stop myself from buying a moss plant today uh, <laughs> because it was the type that you hang up and I ain't got no hooks and I was like oh man shit I'll be back though I took a picture <laughs> of it I like I know exactly which one I'm coming for but yeah man you know I found that. You know, we everybody was stuck in the house. Everybody was looking for an outlet or something to do. And you know, like E, you know, he, uh, so E Ray the hipster. That's one of my roommates. You know, he's he's a big fitness yoga guy. So he was into that, and I can do the the fitness and and the yoga and, and all that stuff to a degree. But it's not. I'm not passionate about it. Yeah. And I I really wanted to learn how to um, grow things for myself from a survival standpoint because I was like, if if the world is really going to hell you really need to learn how to grow some shit and how to eat from the earth, you yeah. know, and how to work with what you got. So I, I went out, um, I went out to Home Depot and I grabbed enough, to, like I spent like $300, made a raised bed. Uh, myself and my roommate, we made a, we made a raised bed and out there I'm growing uh, kale, 
tomatoes. Speaking of my tomatoes, I'm seeing like some little bulb action coming in. So okay. I'm about to have some tomatoes soon. I can't wait to eat my But <laughs> can't wait to eat them tomatoes. I already ate some of the uh I'm growing purple kale. Um out there and I've already uh harvested some of it and we made uh kale chips from it wow. and they were fan and they were fantastic. I had purple kale chips. I've never even eaten purple kale in my life, but I grew them from little sprouts all the way all oh, the way wow. up to, you know, full full grown plants, man. And and just going out there tending to them every day and and documenting it all on my Instagram at Rico versus World. Um I got some disappointing news though. I went out there today and the Arizona sun is intense in the summer. And it killed my uh, my uh, my bunching onion, and it killed my bib lettuce. My bib lettuce was it, it was showing the most promise, uh, and I was like, oh, I was like, I can't oh, wait to that drop because I'm about to eat the hell out of this shit. It's gone, man. It's like all brown brown leaves. It's all dead, and I'm gonna have to just replant and start over. But I didn't anticipate. I mean, I knew it was gonna get this hot, but I didn't know how the plants will respond to it because early summer they were thriving like. Just like four days ago, it was like peak green. And I think I missed like a, a day of watering and I came back and it was just like fried. And I was like, damn, man. And But all of this is COVID related. The reason I missed a day of watering is because through Enrico versus World, I was promoting my Airbnb link like yeah. crazy. And I had, and I had like a hundred dollars, hundred something dollars worth of Airbnb credits, right? Yeah. And so I was, and, and I looked in the app the other day and I found out that if I didn't use them by July 14th, that they were going to expire. And I was like, well, fuck that. You know, like, let me go. I'm using, <laughs> I'm using my shit. <laughs> and so I, I, uh, I went out to a place and, uh, it was a really cool place too. It was like, it was like a tiny home. You know what I mean? Me and my mm -hmm. daughter, uh, we went out there and uh we stayed in it was fantastic like they had the little stove little refrigerator yeah. up it was it was real cool and we stayed in there and used my airbnb credit i didn't spend not a dime for it all that was, that was internet great hustling. all that was from internet hustling but but the downfall to it is i missed the day of watering and forgot to let my roommates know to go out and water the garden for me fried my bib lettuce man uh. so so uh on the other side of things it's taught me a whole bunch um, I have my, my, my new stance on things is, is buy once, um, eat forever, you know? So yeah. I'm sorry. I just got a text message in, um, buy once, eat forever. So a lot of times people go and they purchase produce, you know, you get apples, you get your pears, you get your lettuce, you know, romaine lettuce, whatever else, and you're throwing everything away when you could just be growing, regrowing the food you just ate. Yeah, I know. From, I the, you, from, I you post from those scraps. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm literally regrowing romaine lettuce as we speak. Like, it was it was good enough for you to purchase. You know, it's good enough for you to regrow. Obviously, you like it. You bought it. So why don't you just go on ahead, just go on ahead and just regrow it back. Now you got more lettuce that you didn't have to pay for. Imagine paying $1.27 for the lettuce you're going to eat for the rest of your life. I know. You're like... like <laughs> It's like, yo, I've been growing this lettuce for five years. Hey, listen, bro. I eat this lettuce every month. Yeah. <laughs> Especially because I'll be on my salads. I was, I, I need to do that. Like, yo, I, I got my, my spinach and my, my romaine lettuce salads. I bought it one time, and now I've been eat, eating it for the last five years. 
Hey, straight up though. But um, you know, I, I think you know, especially you and I, we come from backgrounds where, like, what what struggle meals. I'm gonna just yeah. put it like that. We, we we grew up on struggle meals, and you have to unlearn a certain way of eating. And I've been watching like your your fitness progress, and that's really impressive. And uh, I I learned get back about, on it. I I ain't worked out in like over a month now. I need to get back on it. Hey man, players fuck up. <laughs> yeah, because first because everybody still tagged me in it. Uh, like everybody that tagged me in they workout, they still tag me. I'll be like, damn, I ain't tagged none of them in like a minute. <laughs> not not a nan, not a. Hey, but at the same time, uh, like so, uh, e uh, e rated hipster. He was doing. Uh, he participated in Ramadan, not from a religious standpoint, but from a health standpoint. Yeah, I and I was, was watching. Was, how, I'm gonna try that next year. I I thought that was fantastic, and I and motivated me and I saw um his progress with that and I was like you know I can do that too because at the time you know like I was at my heaviest man like I'm a short dude man and for me to be pushing like one like almost 200 pounds is is ridiculous you know what I mean so um one day I decided I'm like I'm not eating today and I just chugged water and I went like 36 hours without eating before I eventually broke down and was like crawling to the refrigerator for some like some type of sustenance. Oh, yeah. Like I need, you say you ate like some I need or something like that. Food. I need food. And that's where I was at with it, right? Yeah. And since that day, I've eaten one meal a day. Um, I'm trying to think when Ramadan ended, and please forgive me to the listeners. Uh, with respect to your religion, I don't remember when Ramadan was, but it was towards the tail end of Ramadan where I started eating one meal a day. And to this, well, today was the first day that I ate before a certain time. So each day I'll eat between 4 p.m. and 8 p.m. Oh, wow. as, as my window. And I've lost 16 pounds and have maintained it. And I, like, I had some old swimming trunks that I thought I would never be able to fit no more. They my olive green joints, right? <laughs> just like, just like my logo, man. Oh yeah. And I, and I love, I love that color, but I couldn't fit, the, I couldn't fit them joints no more. One of my roommates was calling me Chunky Travis Scott, and I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I was like, hey, I gotta fix this, and I started fasting, you know, just motivated off of what he was doing. And I, I lost the weight, and I, I was at the lake today, you know, with my girlfriend and my daughter, and fit them trunks perfectly. I still got some trimming up and some, some shaping up to do, but hey, damn it, I lost the weight, B. Yeah, he like, he like Travis Scott. Wish he could look as good as me. Fuck right. <laughs> hey, this the real Astro Land right here, goddamn. Uh huh. But uh, let's see what else I wanted to ask you. Uh. Uh, we did talk about you got some music. Uh, I know you've been working on some music and working on production. Tell me a little bit about that. Uh, so uh, anybody who's hip to me or followed my journey, um, I started out as as a, as a just full on hip hop artist. I was promoting myself as as music uh, twenty four uh, as a musician twenty four seven, and I had like slipped on that. But recently, I, I'm a I'm the type of artist that can make music only when I I'm upbeat and feeling good. When I'm going through my low states, my depressions and anxiety shit like that like i'm not really creative during the times i need my energy to really just survive you know but once i'm at a high man that is where i hit my creativity and i started working on a project called sensei which is a black exploitation themed project it's all 70s funk samples um our good friend i think he was on the impulse uh series po oh yeah shout um, out to all right Listen, let me let me let me shout out PO real quick. P 
P.O. is a humble legend. And I, so I met P.O. Me and P.O., we, we uh, went to high school together. We never spoke in high school. We knew of each other, but um, never really spoke. And, but after we got out of high school, we were on a, both on the music grind. And we ended up both linking up at this uh, DJ's house. And we ended up just the clicking up. Like, he heard my music and was impressed. I heard his. And I was like, man, this dude got it. And from that point, like, I always told him, like, man, you one of my favorite rappers, bro. Mm-hmm. And that ain't no gas. Like, P.O. is a wordsmith, man. Um, I know I'm supposed to be speaking about my music, but I can't miss an opportunity to big up my bro, man. This dude is, uh, uh, I sent him a, a one of the tracks, one of the first tracks. So I've only recorded three tracks for Sensei, and I don't plan to record more than eight, but he already got me his verse back. And when I said, like, this Oh, yeah, because you, you, like, you were like, yo, this nigga, like... <laughs> yo, he low-key eminem me on my shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <I'm- laughs> yo, he, yo, he went ape on this shit, and I'm not <laughs> mad. I can't wait for everyone to hear it, man, because, one, I'm proud of his growth. Two, I'm proud of mine. But three... He and I always do good work together. We, that's the first thing we learned is we both have a, a certain pitch to our voice and it sounds great on a song together. And um, he, 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 just, he just got it, man. And I, I'm, I'm grateful, one, to be a friend and associate to where I can, I can get that verse. You know what I mean? So... When them when them PO verses start costing about a hundred thousand dollars, he already got mine, and I ain't pay shit for it. Yeah, he like, <laughs> like, oh, he he charged you that much? Oh, he he got me for the free. Hey, <laughs> hey listen, man, I just charged it to the neighborhood. You feel yeah, me? Hey, shout out, <laughs> shout out to Maple Heights, man. <laughs> hey, put it, hey, put it on my neighborhood card. But he, uh, <laughs> but he definitely came through for me, and I'm really excited about the project. There's a few other people um that i have um uh, that i've tapped for the project uh, including using e-rated hipster as a narrator for the project as well man and i think uh when i do release it it's just gonna it's gonna be exclusive through uh uncool urban music impulse you know and notable ruckus we hey i gotta give it to my dogs first man because y'all been showing me love and i truly appreciate you i thank you yeah, anytime, bro. It's like ever since I've I've met you, just was like, yo, this dude's just a a dope spirit. I I said it on <laughs> one of the other podcasts. I was like, you just like a renaissance man. I was like, this nigga Rico can do like anything, <laughs> like whatever hey. you like. I love the fact that whatever you put your mind to, like you do it. It's like, yo, I got the blogs. I'm going I'm going hard on on the blogs. You- and what's so crazy is I thank you for that confirmation. I thank you for saying that because when I like I skip from thing to thing sometimes. It's it's. It, it, I feel I felt like it was a flaw creatively. Like sometimes I can't focus on one thing, and I I have to have multiple shits going on in order for me to be satisfied, right? And uh, you know, so whether I'm hiking, whether I'm gardening, whether I'm rapping, whether you know, like I I'm a like full on like full time notary public in in Arizona. That's what I do for a living. Like it's, it's, I do like a thousand things, but it fulfills me, you know. And I felt like. For the longest time, I felt like that was a flaw, but, you know, yourself and other people have voiced and was like, man, you know, you really inspired me. You really do all that shit. I'm like, man, I felt bad because I felt like I'm doing too damn much, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so thank you. 
Yeah, that's what I was like. I was like, this this nigga just like can really do anything. Like, oh, he he's a he's a he's a good ass rapper. Oh, snaps he he's like super dope when it comes to all the social media. Like, cause I pick up like all the cues you do with the social media. Like that motivates me. Then you do the videos. You you a great father. You out there hiking. You doing like this. You doing that. I'm like, this. Hey like, man, listen. Like I I, I uh, once read a quote one day that said, "If your life was a book, would anyone read it?" And I don't want to have a whack ass book, man. Like when like when I die, we all know it's coming. One day I'm out of here, and when I am out of here, I want people to be like, "Yo, that nigga was lit, man." Hey, R.I.P. to read. <laughs> like I want my funeral to be a celebration. Like God, we learned a lot from that dude. Like. Like, uh, if I can really speak to the passing of Nipsey Hussle really quick, I know we're some time away from it, but he was one person that I was watching, and I wasn't, a, I wasn't a huge fan of his music. I will say that publicly. At first, you know, I was just like, he, he seemed like just, you know, we we've all heard the same hood stories, and this dude's gang banger, and this dude did this, and this dude did that. But what I, what motivated me about Nip was the like how genuine he was and he cared about the people and the people loved the fuck out of Nip and the way he moved within his own community. Like he he said, you know, we used to slang in front of this plaza. Now we own it. And and the same dudes who used to call the police on us, they pay us rent. Yeah. Man, that shit was the most powerful shit ever. And um, I, I learned the, uh, I learned the term, uh, not uh, not not upward mobility, but uh, what what did he, what did he say? Uh, in uh, vertical vertical integration. Vertical integration was it, vertical integration as far as far as your businesses aligning together in a way that one feeds another, like they all correlate and they all feed each other like a system. Vertical integration. So in his uh, marathon store, you could also order the music by scanning the t-shirts or some shit like that. And I was like, this nigga's a fucking super genius. And I couldn't wait to meet him. You know, like, I, like Same. Beyond, a, beyond a music standpoint, he was black power. And, and the way that he took care of his family, the way he spoke about his lady, the way he carried himself, like, this man ran to his bodyguard's rescue at the BET Awards yeah, and, slapped the, and slapped the shit out of somebody for disrespecting his bodyguard. I'm like, hey, this nigga gangster as fuck, man. I love this nigga now. <laughs> yeah, like, like, so like, this nigga was amazing. And so I forgot where I was going with that point, but uh, he definitely is a person that that inspired me from from that standpoint. I I, I just want to take a a moment to uh, salute Nipsey Hussle even in his passing. When I found out that he passed. It really hurt me. And Iman, I've never met him. I, I I planned to visit the marathon store before he passed it. He had died before I could make it out there. And I still visited. But, you know, at that point, it had become, you know, a tourist attraction and, and didn't have the same effect. At that time, his car was still parked out front, you know. And uh, that shit, and that hurt to see, you know. But damn, man, that man set such an example so when you talk, when you speak to me about, you know, like, oh, man, y'all see what you do on social media and you do the music, you do this. Honestly, I want to be able to match the potential or match the output of a great individual like that. That's dope. That's dope. I like that. But speaking of, like, Nipsey Hussle and the music, uh, anything else you've been listening to, like, uh, doing this quarantine? <laughs> hey, man. Something? 
let me first give currency the hot spitter. <laughs> let me give that man his flowers because his output is so fantastic. This man dropped mixtape after mixtape after mixtape after project, and he's always consistent. His beats is always fresh. His 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 his, his content, although similar, because he's always on the same theme. It ain't never just the same shit. Like I don't feel like I'm listening to the same song. It's a similar vibe, but it's a different song. And he yeah. put that shit out so well. I love currency. I want to meet, bro. I can't wait. Him and uh, my new favorite. Uh, I actually, I really before I shout out my new favorite. I want to shout out Ellie Dollar, Les man out of Texas. This man's hustle is up there with currencies, and they are they fall in the same category of lifestyle rap. You know what I mean? Like. I love that. They they always aspire to something higher. You get to see they hustle, you know, and they not about, you know, drama. They not about shooting. They not about violence. These dudes is about living well, you know, taking care of their community and keeping it player for real in, in a in a in a respectable fashion. Like, and I really, I really like that. And one person who I've I've noticed um embodies that is Larry June. Larry oh, yeah. June. I know that's been your Larry, like favorite lately. Larry June, I was, I think he out of Fresco, San Francisco. This man's output and his content is along the same lines of these guys, but a lot of his material is catered to health. You know, like, like he, he talk about like walking through Whole Foods with the forty on them, and and buying juice and going to play tennis with some cute chick. You know what I mean, like. And 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 it's player as fuck, but he's also talking about taking care of himself. He's made a, he's made a whole brand off of that, and has his own brand of orange juice. I believe. Oh wow! And and I fuck with that, man. Like I love I love that. And and those are the guys that I I aspire to match. Those are the guys I aspire to be. But when I try to put it uh, like when I put it on paper, it makes sense. But when I try to do it, man, I feel like I'd be all over the place, man. <laughs> But I I know you you gonna work it out because like like I said that I feel like you like the, the like a modern Renaissance man. This is like I just I appreciate you, bro. I feel just like honored just to even know you because I'm like just this man is just motivated. Hey, Keep going. Likewise, let me just speak. Uh, so for for the listeners, I remember I came out to Dallas, Texas. I was visiting my stepsister, who was uh, graduating from uh, was it Dallas Baptist College or. Oh yeah, DBU. I remember you said yeah, DBU. Yeah, and so I was up, I was up there, and I had like some crazy family drama uh, happen. I needed to get away. I hit your line. You was like, man, come up here. I met you at 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 the radio station. Got to see how you get down, and outside of being a podcast dude and working on your own brand, you truly are a day to day radio guy. Like this is what you do. And that made me respect it. I was so happy to know you. I was so happy to meet you face to face because I'm like, oh man, like, wow. Like this dude, like, like everybody got a podcast, but you know, and everybody aspires to be the radio guy, but you are the radio guy. Like you literally, you like, that's your day job. And when you get done doing that, you're still doing this. And I thought that was, I, I thought that shit was player as fuck, man. Like you in there for real. That's what you do. <laughs> Appreciate the words, sir. I appreciate it, man. But that's all I really wanted to talk to you about. I uh, wanted to go to a song, so I was like, I'm going to let you introduce whatever song you want to uh, go out with. Hey, so uh, everybody listening, I appreciate you for tuning in. Um, you can reach me 
at Enrico versus World. So it's E N R I C O V S World. And I'm on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. You can also follow my photography page on Instagram, which is Enrico Photo, E N R I C O F O T O. Uh, the song that I would like to introduce is from my latest project, Trunk Digital. The song is called uh, Screwed Up. And I, I hope you love it. It's produced by the audio unit uh, out of Columbus, Ohio. All right. So uh, here go to joint. And we're about to be right back with the next segment. And we out. Thank you. Appreciate it. When the trees get to rolling, and then we get to rolling, laughing cause we just controlling. Such a freedom and holding power from deep in our focus. Could have had it from the beginning, but we never noticed. I'm just starting in the game, boy, I'm feeding the tokens. In a room full of clouds without wheezing and choking. Creativity kicking in, the Chiba be knowing. Million dollar ideas, walking bees, do we token? We puff, puff, yeah, trust, lust, love, live. We puff, puff, yeah, trust, lust, love, live. We puff, puff, yeah, trust, lust, love, live. Splitting shells like a tender rack of ribs. We screwed up. Roll it up, take a hit, crack the lid and take a sip. Midwest riders swinging, bend the corners in the whip. Roll it up, take a hit, crack the lid and take a sip. Midwest riders swinging, bend the corners in the whip. Roll it up. Feel like life is moving by one million minutes per second Spend with folks paying on houses for rims and a necklace But still keeping my life in order, make sure they respect it Style reminiscing the dope dealing cats from the 80s I do it for nostalgia and a couple of ladies Partially because Rakim is the MC who raised me Going full OG so new niggas that hate me It's a shame that they mad, I could put them on game Wearing skirts, purses, and makeup like ladies for the fame They say let them boys live I say get them boys bills cause they act like baby girls Let's keep it too trill It's a shame but I chalk it all up to their parents My mom and pop raised a G And I think it's apparent Trying to raise these young cats in this age is an errand And I ain't wasting good game if they can't hear it They screwed up Roll it up, take a hit, crack the lid and take a sip Midwest riders swinging, bend the corners in the whip Roll it up, take a hit, crack the lid and take a sip Midwest riders swinging, bend the corners in the whip Roll it up, take a hit, crack the lid and take a sip Midwest riders swinging, bend the corners in the whip Roll it up I want them all, but they calling me greedy Couple years from now, I think I want y'all in Shahidi I'm a Mac, it's in my nature, I taught them to need me Transparent and super clean like the water from Fiji I 
ain't saying it's easy, I'm just saying I'm fluid Say she don't, her little game will persuade her to do it Just finesse them, never trick them or pay them to do it I used to love them, but the way that they played me influenced How I treat them, I don't love them, I'm just looking for fun A little neck in the whip, throw some meat on the buns Couple flights and some trips, little smoke in our lungs And we can pour up and sip, just enjoy being young Not a player, I just love being selfish with time We were born individuals in nobody's minds And if you think the ring is changing that you out of your mind Dropping dimes while I'm still in my prime Baby, I'm screwed up Roll it up, take that heat, crack the lid and take a sip Midwest riders swinging, bend the corners in the whip Roll it up, take that hip, crack the lid and take a sip Midwest riders swinging, bend the corners in the whip Roll it up, take that hit, crack the lid and take a sip Midwest